Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. This season is all about intentional comfort, and we'll be taking a look at the crossroads of the inspiration, intention, and action that you can take to bring more comfort and joy to your everyday. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 323 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. This week on the show, I'm going to be doing a solo cast where I'm going to be looking at how to tap into your joy in a new way and rediscover that connection that you have to joy, especially if you are feeling like you're in a place of overwhelm or burnout right now. There's a lot to be learned from how we choose joy every day. And I'm also going to talk about how we can create space for overflow in our lives, because I think this is all more important now than ever before. I can't wait to talk about all of this with you. Before we get to the show, though, I want to give you all a very warm welcome and say thank you so much for tuning in this week. It is amazing to me that I have been doing this show for eight years, (laughs) at least recording. The show itself is going into its eighth year, and it launched in 2015. If you want to find the 322 past episodes with so many great stories and so much inspiration on ways to bring more joy into your life, you can find everything you need to know over at the website, which is jumpstartyourjoy.com. And there you can find interesting interviews with Allison Arngrim, who played Nellie Olson on Little House on the Prairie, Danny Wood of New Kids on the Block. They just finished a tour, along with great authors like Jess Ekstrom, who is of Headbands of Hope, and Fred Waitskin, who is the author of Finding Bobby Fisher. So many great, inspiring stories. I encourage you to go check them out and look at some of the past back catalog. And you could also find me on a more day-to-day basis over on Instagram at Jumpstart Your Joy. I love interacting with you all there, so be sure and find me there as well. And of course, if you like what you hear, please share these stories and the message of this show with friends and family. It means so much when you do that. I really appreciate it. So let's dive right into today's show. This topic feels like it has been a long time coming for me because in the past recent few months or whatever, I have felt very locked up and stuck in some ways because I feel like with everything that's going on, there's a lot of heaviness, a lot of important things happening in this world, a lot of difficult things happening in this world. And it can make it hard to get in that space where I have room for my own overflow, which would be creating this show or being creative. And I wonder if some of you also feel that same way, that we've been in this long enough at this point, (laughs) that it is Maybe you're on the brink of exhaustion or burnout or overwhelm, and I just want to address some of this here right now and give you all some ideas of how you can tap back into joy and make room for that overflow so you can get back to those things that are authentically you and that bring your own unique voice into this world. So the way we're going to attack this is I'm going to share a quote that I found recently that was really inspiring to me. We'll look at some of the ways that I think fear is playing into the equation here for all of us and how we can get stuck in some of that. The next thing we'll talk about is finding new ways to re-engage with joy and find overflow in our lives. Why? You know, the old bed-in-a-bag version of joy has a place right now. And why, more than ever, we really need your voice as we start to break through some of these difficult things in our world. So let's dive right in. One of the things that inspired me recently was I found this great quote by Arahandi Roy, and it goes like this. 
quote, our strategy should be not only to confront empire, but to lay siege to it, to deprive it of oxygen, to shame it, to mock it with our art, our music, our literature, our stubbornness, our joy, our brilliance, our sheer relentlessness, and our ability to tell our own stories. Stories that are different from the ones that we're being brainwashed to believe. The corporate revolution will collapse if we refuse to buy what they are selling. Their ideas, their version of history, their wars, their weapons, their notions of inevitability. Remember this. We be many and they be few. They need us more than we need them. Another world is not only possible, she is on her way. On a quiet day, I can hear her breathing. End quote. And of course, I love this. I, I imagine that this in context is more about, you know, the corporate machine and the patriarchy. And it is not, it was written before the pandemic and before recent times. But I do love what it says and love that it discusses how when we tap into our own joy and our own brilliance and our own sheer relentlessness, that we can lay siege to the powers that be. And I think it's important, and it and it really needs to be addressed, that while it is difficult sometimes to tap into that when we're in these times of trial, it is important that we get there because, as she says, there are so many of all of us out there with stories to tell and joy to choose and lives to live and our own voices to share and there are fewer of them than there are of us. So it is important for us to keep going and keep sharing. And that's what this quote inspires me to do. And so that's where we're starting on this. I think some of the things that are locking so many of us up is really fear. Because we're, of course, in spaces that we haven't been before. There's so much news. And so much of it is difficult right now. I think, though, that on top of that, there being a lot of huge issues that are coming to the forefront and we're grappling with them and what do they mean for us as a society, there are a couple of things that add to this that I, th I think that makes this all more difficult than it may have been in the past for humanity. One of those is the fact that the news cycle itself has become shortened. We all know that the average attention span right now of humans is like seven seconds. And I'm sure that the media understands this as well. But you know, before in the past, when well, maybe we had a week with a major story, and there was really only one major story. Right now, we're getting layered in with major story after major story. And there's not really enough time to step back, absorb what we're being told or to process what we're being told. It is rapid fire. It is kind of that fire hose scenario where you can't, you really can't absorb everything that's being shared all the time. And I think the media does it on purpose. And that kind of factors in the second part of what I feel like is going on is that because fear sells and because that those kinds of headlines get the most attention and fear-based marketing works really well, I think that's a lot of what some politicians and some news outlets are preying on is our own fear. And so I think when you start to see that these two things are coming into play for all of us, it's important to remember at least that they are coming into play, um, especially if you're starting to feel overwhelmed <laughs> or you're finding like I did in the last couple of weeks that maybe you're doom scrolling or paying a little bit too much attention to some of the headlines. One of the things that I found it to be very helpful around mitigating that is 
to make time in the morning for a little bit of news, get my bearings, understand what's happening in the world because it is important and I want to be informed. And the, the way that I've found to do that is by listening to another podcast called The Newsworthy with Erica Mandy. And she lays it all out in about 10 minutes. <laughs> and I feel like that's the right format. She calls herself fast, fair, fun, and on the go. That's what you get from her. This is not a paid ad- advertisement. <laughs> It really is just somebody who's found this to be really helpful. I like that that's her format. And then that's one way. And I think the other piece is if you are someone who is creative, you're creating something for other people to consume, like a podcast, or you're sharing information on Instagram or in your blog, or maybe you're doing something writing or singing, when we're in a season like we are right now, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed. And I think sometimes then I am, I feel like I'm, I shut down a little bit because I'm not sure how to address all of these very important things that we're learning from day to day. Like, I feel like I need to make this show, which of course is is meant to be about joy. I feel like somehow I need to be addressing some of these important topics before I can move into the next stories. And one of the things that I've stopped to ask myself recently is, is that true? Do I need to be talking about any of the many numerous news topics here with you when you're coming to this show because you want to find inspiration, intention, and action to find more joy in your life? And the place that I've reached, and maybe this will give you a little bit of permission to look at that as a question for whatever it is that you're creating too, The place that I've reached with this is that, no, I can have beliefs here, some that I will share with you and some that are my own beliefs that maybe that I don't share in a podcasting format. But I think it is okay to give yourself the permission and I will give myself the permission that I don't have to be processing all of this, each piece of news, Roe versus Wade, racism issues, political issues. I don't have to be processing them here on this show because even at the very core of it, that is not what this show is about. And that is not necessarily what you're coming to hear. And so I think if that's one of the things that's locking you up in whatever it is that you create, ask yourself, is this something that I need to be addressing? I think the other piece of that for me as well is, while these are really important topics, I also recognize that I am still processing how it is that I feel and what it is that I want to say about them. And I know from being an interviewer for a really long time at this point and having a background in life coaching before that is it's never a great idea to have myself or anyone really get into a discussion about something while they are still processing the emotions of it for themselves. And that goes into even behind the scenes. There's no notion here that I'm just going to rip the bandaid off of, you know, someone's big story or ask them to go somewhere that they don't want to go in their own story when, when they're sharing here for the podcast. And that's the same thing for myself, giving myself that grace that While I know I may be outraged for sure about many of the things that are happening in our world, I have not processed beyond that in a way that would offer you all meaningful insights or things to do or how to navigate through some of these topics. And so it's just not ready. I'm not ready to share some of those things. And I want to give you you the permission to take your time. You know, if you're a journaler or you, you work these things out with talking with a friend or a therapist or whatever it is, take that time. Give yourself that buffer and that window. You do not have to be 
sharing and processing all of this real time for an audience. It just it doesn't help you. It doesn't help the topic. It doesn't give any of them the love and the care that it needs sometimes. In addition to that, though, there are some things that I'm doing with some of these difficult topics behind the scenes that I'm more than happy to share about. I think one of the really important things here is also to find places that you can support people that are doing the work in those places that you feel outrage. If you are feeling that, I encourage you to take a look at whatever that outrage is telling you and find some places where you can support groups or people that are doing work in that area, you can start to make a difference. And of course, using your voice when you're ready and is also totally important. But behind the scenes, you can also be doing more. And so some of the ways that I do that is there have been some very interesting people on this show. I support some of them. I support some of the authors that have been on this show. Some of those are The Body is Not an Apology. Sonia Renee Taylor was on. She is an amazing person and her and her foundation also does amazing work. So I support them monthly and I'm proud to do that. I also support the Anti-Racism Daily Newsletter. It has given me a lot to think about and I'm grateful for that newsletter. And so I support them. I also support Planned Parenthood. I support politicians in my area that I feel like are doing work that reflects what I believe in and what I feel needs to be the next steps here in our world. And those are the places that I feel like I could make a difference and that there are other people out there who are very passionate about these topics and I like what they're doing. And so I also support them because when it comes down to it, this is one of those things that's in the crux of what this show is about. Of course, someone, I believe joy is a choice and that all of us deserve whatever our situation is in life. We deserve and we should be given the freedom to have choices about whatever it is we want to do or be or think or experience. I don't feel that other people should have the right to put laws around what we want to choose or what other people want to choose for themselves. So I'll just leave it as that. It's one of those really difficult things because so often, I've talked about it before, but whenever our joy comes at the expense of another person or another group or whatever, that becomes a really difficult territory for me. And I kind of, I've grappled with that and think about it a lot. So I just want to say if there's a difficult, a big topic that you feel passionate about, that you've been outraged about, that something's come up, please find some action to take. You've, you've already felt that inspiration. You're outraged. Set the intention to do something. Follow through and take some action to make a, a difference in the world because you definitely can. We definitely can. The other piece of all of this is it gets back to the show a little bit more. I've shared with some friends that it's easy to feel stuck right now with the amount and the immensity of things that are going on. And so I was talking to my good friend, Liz Applegate. She is behind Midlife, Midlife. That's her podcast. And, you know, she said, it's interesting because as the person you've been telling us for years, joy is a choice and we must keep choosing it. And, you know, I love it when people reflect my own message back to me. It is true that right now, if you think of this in the way of even like a Byron Katie or whatever, right now the world is giving us a lot of incidences where we can practice getting back to joy. It's also giving us a lot of reasons to get back into the practice of meditation and <laughs> into gratitude and uh, forgiveness and all of that. It, it really is a time when you can start to look at 
how important choosing joy daily really is and how it can make an ultimate difference in your life, in the world, and other people's lives. You know that's my last question that I ask everybody. But joy in and of itself can do that for us. This last summer, or during the summer, I had the opportunity to go to a series of concerts. Yes, it was New Kids on the Block. And one of the things that I really noticed about that, because you know many of us have not been out to live concerts or live entertainment for a really long time, is really the ultimate role that entertainers and creative people, whether those be songwriters, singers, performers, actors, poets, writers, podcasters, all of us, I'm going to put myself in this same group of people, but we all fill a very important role in this society. And I think it's one that's actually very easy to discredit or discount the value of because it's hard to see. But it is that as a group this group of people, the creatives, we bring joy to other people. And it is really beautiful to see, and it was beautiful to see this summer, where you show up at a concert, you check all of your troubles at the door, you walk in, and for the next four or five hours or whatever, you are just whisked away to another place where you get to sing songs that you really love. There's confetti in the air. There's (laughs) fans that share your same vision of the fun that you're all having. And it really is a moment. And probably of any group, you see these people that go to more than one of a concert during the tour, and they go to more than one show. And I think it's because they really love the feeling that gets created at these things. And in my book, and In past episodes, I've talked about how these things, concerts, theme parks, cruises, some vacations, they really are a bed in a bag version of joy. And I think they hold a place in our society and they're really important because they give us a way to just tap into joy, experience it, and we don't have to think about the rest of it. We can just show up and be joyful. And so in going to these concerts this last summer, It really did give me some time to think about what is the role that entertainers and musicians play in this world and how it's so important. It fills a distinct need and it inspires so many people and it lets them get back in touch with something that maybe they'd forgotten about along the way somewhere. And I do see this show as having that possibility as well. And it's really where I want to take the show for sure into season eight is getting back to that real old fashioned original concept of you show up here as the audience, you hear a story that is inspiring and delightful, and maybe you laugh and you get involved with this person's story and you just love it. And you can check everything at the door when you tune in and for whatever half hour to an hour, you just get whisked away from whatever it is. And that's what I want this show to be for you. I want you to, it to be that little concert experience in a nutshell of it's just something for you. And it is something that maybe you'll take away intention and action from, I hope, but it's just something for you to be delighted by. So that's the vision for season eight, because I think ultimately, and this gets back to an idea that Sonia Renee Taylor brought up when she was on the show. I will link back to that conversation with her. She is also of The Body Is Not an Apology. I highly, 
I encourage you to go check this foundation out and support it if you can. But I asked her, because she's an activist, about how over the past couple of years she's been able to have the energy to be an activist and stand up for the causes that are important to her with so much else going on. And what she said to me is, I only give from my overflow. And that was really powerful because I think all of us feel whatever our life is and whatever is important to us is that we just have to keep pushing on no matter what, because that's just how it is. But her words really reminded me that we do have to stop and choose joy honestly, that we have to make the time. We have to remember the joy is a choice and we must keep choosing it. Those are the words of Henry Nouwen. He's a theologian. But right now, even more more than ever before, we have to make that buffer. We have to make room for joy, schedule it in, go to the concert, (laughs) read the book, whatever it is that takes you away for a little bit and gives you a little bit of a buffer and lets you get back to who you are and reminds you of your voice and your story and your passion and your heart and why you are here on this planet, that's what's important. And so that's that's kind of the ending thought here is that I want all of us to be able to get back to that place that is our overflow. Because when we are there, then we have more room and more capacity to do the things that we are passionate about. And that brings us back to the quote that we started this episode with, because I know that this planet needs us all. We all need to be in the zone of whatever our zone of genius is right now, more than ever before, for each other, for our causes, continuing life here as we value it. And I think to be there, we have to be experiencing joy and we have to be able to give from our overflow. So hopefully this has given you a little bit to think about. I would love to hear from you if this, you know, if you're overwhelmed or burnt out and this has given you a little bit of insight of maybe a step to take, which is go find something that delights you and spend a little time with it. And I'm also really excited about season eight and spending time with all of you and sharing these really deep, joyful stories with you of other people and how they have found joy in their lives, getting to share those stories. So please do reach out. You can email me at jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at jumpstartyourjoy. I would love to hear from you. Next week on the show, I'm going to be sharing one of the conversations that my friend Marion Abrams and I have had about creativity because I feel like that ties in here about how you can get unstuck was actually our conversation if you are a creative person and we're talking about eight ways to do that so i'm going to be sharing that conversation next week if you also want to hear more about marion and i and our show that we do on youtube it's podcasting and content creator insights it's at podcastingcontent.com and you will find our show there so i hope you'll come on back next week for that conversation and until then i hope that your days are filled with so much joy (laughs) 